Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. It's time to let go of negative thinking, understand why you do what you do, and stop the self-sabotage with your host, Fran Excel. Welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel, your resident subconscious success mentor, helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. If you want to stop self-sabotaging your own success and let go of the stress, then you are in the right place, my friend. Make sure you download your free Stressed to Success guided meditation at bit.ly forward slash stress to success as my little gift to you just for being here. Please do subscribe, share and review. It really, really helps people that need to hear this message find us and I so appreciate it. In the show notes, you'll also find details of how you can work with me and where you can get your mitts on my meditations, products, printables, programs. You can find it through the link in my bio on Instagram, which is my favorite place to hang out. So please do come join me over there at I'm Fran Excel. Tag me in your takeaways, slide into my DMs. I'm here for it. So that's the formalities over my love. So let's jump to the content. I feel like now... It's a very good time to talk about how to handle feelings of scarcity. With all the constant bombardment of talk around cost of living crisis, rising inflation, recession, oof, it's a biggie, right? The trouble is that that talk of scarcity is often what perpetuates the issues and causes things to get worse in some sort of ironic, vicious circle. Now, I need to caveat this whole episode because I, of course, can't talk to every single person's individual situation right now. And this episode is not about financial advice because I am not a financial advisor, accountant, or in any way qualified to give it. What I am qualified to do is try and help give a a shift in perspective and talk about the best tools at your disposal to help you manage those feelings of scarcity. There were always, always going to be practical things to take into consideration. So this is going to be a little bit of a mixture uh, and talking to things that I've done um, in the past as well. So the mental and psychological aspect of scarcity can often feel even worse than the reality, right? So the reason I want to talk about this today is because I'm seeing people really become unstuck at the seams at the moment, and it's totally understandable. I'm seeing people making big, rash decisions, largely due to the sheer amount of scaremongering that's going on in the media. The financial situation in the UK and other parts of the world is a very, very real concern for a huge amount of people, and it can be made 10 times worse when we're not properly looking at our own individual situations, but we're also comparing ourselves to other people at the same time and believing that if they're if they're talking in the media about the way people are feeling, that, oh, we should feel that way too. You know, the media cannot report your unique situation, and I can't talk to it either. So this episode is about trying to get a handle on a few practical mindset exercises and some practical exercises that will shift your mindset (laughs) that you can do and to give you a potential shift in perspective or alternative viewpoint and get you out of the threat response that could be causing you to fight, flight or freeze right now. When we're in fight or flight mode, our prefrontal cortex literally goes offline. And we need our prefrontal cortex as the CEO of our brains for conscious, rational thought, decision-making, rational thinking. 
With that offline, we're stuck in fear mode and autopilot, protection mode. And that's not helpful. And you cannot make good decisions from that place. And if you're running a business, scarcity is never a good place to be. You will not take good actions from that place. So it needs to be looked at. So where do we start trying to shift this a little? Because we can get very much stuck in our own ways of thinking and believing our thoughts as truth that we don't look at another alternative. So we start firstly, literally by looking at and analyzing your own finances. For all my avoiders out there, this is going to be sticky and painful. But I promise you, once you do it, you have so much more control. I always recommend clients have a real truthful picture of their finances, personal and business. I personally do this with multiple tracking spreadsheets in my Google Drive for business and personal that are super easy to manage. As an Enneagram 6, of course, I'm going to be prepared for anything and know everything about situations. So I do this so I know exactly what's coming in and what's going out. I know exactly how much my business costs per month and what my personal expenses are, know exactly what I actually need to make in the business versus what I want to make, um, what I need to make to live, um, and what I want to pay myself every month. So just having this information takes away a huge amount of the anxiety because the anxiety is about the unknown. The anxiety is about the what ifs, yeah, and it gives you so much control back. Plus, it stops the I must have 10k months or I'm not good enough and my business isn't successful mindset that has infiltrated your brain from all the absolute BS marketing messages out there. That is my next tip. Think about what messages have infiltrated your brain and why. Who does it benefit you having them there? Think about that versus what is actually reality. You know, if someone's telling you, you know, until you make the 10K months, you're not good enough, you might actually only need two, you know, to have your version of, of a successful business. I mean, that's a bit of a difference, right? Marketing is rife with not enough messaging because that's what keeps you buying. Remember that. You could easily have a six-figure business with no money to pay yourself. And you can easily have a 40K per year business and have loads of personal disposable income. These things can exist at the same time. And it's one of the many, many reasons why it gets my goat and why you should never compare your finances to someone else's because it really means absolutely nothing and you never ever ever have the whole picture you know you could also next tip you could easily cancel a ton of memberships or subscriptions but before you do really look at them and this is one of the things that will come up when you're analyzing your finances. You will see the, the outgoing expenditure and you'll think, hang on a minute, I literally never use that <laughs> or whatever it might be. But when you do this, don't just go, oh, that's not necessary. I'm going to delete it. I'm going to delete it. What makes you feel good? What makes your life easier? What could make a big difference for you if instead of canceling, you actually decided to use it and commit to using it? Think of the bigger picture, yeah? Because times of scarcity, you know, say you're paying 
29 to 35 pounds for a membership that that money within a month that's not going to make a huge difference to your day-to-day however that thing that you're paying for if you choose to use it could make a huge difference in in your day-to-day you see what I'm trying to say as an example I have a health membership that I barely look at I'm useless at being within communities on Facebook. I don't like being on Facebook. However, it would be really easy to say that that's a non-essential. But I wholeheartedly don't agree. I get amazing tips in there, even though I'm barely in it, just on the off chance that I might see it. Or I know that I can go into the group and search for something. And these amazing tips, I do implement them. Having the membership, even though I'm barely there, holds my health in my consciousness day to day. And in turn, it makes me healthier. I have this with several memberships. I literally never use them, but knowing that they're there has an effect on my mindset. You know, and having this membership there, I make better choices. And health is a huge focus for me at the moment. It's also a massive comfort just to know that it's there. And there are lots of recipes and recommendations if and when I choose to go and find them. Um, And I know that I can go and get a question answered in the group if I choose to. So what am I saying? There is always another way to look at something. Scarcity mode makes you want to deny yourself and make your life harder as well. So just look at this with the truth in mind, with perspective in mind, yeah? So now we're a little clearer on the actual picture in front of us and feeling a little bit more in control. Let's look at the next step. It's a controversial one in the online industry and one I've always gone against the grain with in terms of my opinion on it. Get a job. I said what I said. Job is not a dirty word. Jobs, as the way I see it, are investors into your business and they also do a tremendous amount to keep you out of a scarcity mindset and allow you to look at things a lot more rationally because you're not in fight or flight all the time. So you're making better decisions in your business. They're also a way to keep going and moving towards your dreams, in my opinion, especially when there's just so much uncertainty, right? It could be full-time, it could be part-time, it could be contract, freelance, lots of potential options, particularly now so many of them are remote working. It really opens some new doors. So say you left a job a few years ago, it's a very different landscape now. It's just worth thinking about because the only people who have told you that having a job is a bad thing and means that you aren't successful or your business isn't successful and you aren't good enough are the marketers that stand to profit from your fear around that. Yeah. When I had both my job and my business, the Enneagram 6 in me was so happy. While instead of fearing redundancy and job losses, I was happy as Larry, knowing I had my business income if I lost my job, which was pretty much on a par. In my business, I was always happy as Larry because I never had to do anything because of the money. I could be very picky over who I worked with and never made decisions from a place of lack or scarcity. How blooming glorious, right? Yes, it helped that I enjoyed my job. Yes, it helped that I was a director and I had a a certain level of flexibility. That was a privilege. But I've also absolutely done my fair share of shockers for the greater good in my time, particularly eight years ago when, when we lost everything. And I only left my job when it got in the way of some of the big things that I really, really wanted to do in my business because there was a conflict of interest. Otherwise, in all honesty, I think I'd still have it. 
I know so many hugely successful business owners that also have jobs. It's a total fallacy that having one means you're not successful. It's made up. Do what's right for you. Do what's right for you and your family in your situation. It's absolutely personal preference. And don't let anyone ever tell you that that means something that it doesn't. Because the bottom line is, if you're in scarcity and panicking about paying your bills, you will not feel good. And you will not make good decisions. Recurring revenue, whether that's from payment plans in your business or a job, it really doesn't matter. It's knowing in advance that your bills are paid. And that gives you a tremendous amount of freedom in itself. On that note, for my glorious listeners who are in jobs, because I know I have a real cross-section and don't have businesses, why not start a side hustle for exactly the same reasons? Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything fancy, just something that you enjoy. You don't have to overcomplicate. Do you love making things that you could sell? Do you create art that you could sell? Could you start an Etsy shop? You know, there's tons of people selling digital printables on Etsy. There's so many things. Can you teach music lessons locally? Do you love gardening? Could you be a tutor? Do you love walking dogs? Could you be a dog walker or a dog sitter on the side? Could you mark exams? Like there's so many different things that we can think of that you could do purely because you actually enjoy doing them and get paid. Back in the day when I was trying to figure out my life after it imploded, I made a massive pros and cons list of everything that I could or would enjoy doing. Of course, again, Enneagram 6, think of everything. (laughs) One of the things I put down on my little map of Fran's passions and skills was finding bargains and selling them on for a profit. Like, I adore charity shops. I flipping love a charity shop and car boot sales and all of that sort of stuff, antique shops. And I find countless, countless treasures that could be sold on for more. I get a really big kick out of it. And tons of it you can even get for free, particularly on places like Facebook Marketplace and, and the Next Door app. And if you want a few ideas on upcycling as an option, you know, finding furniture that people are giving away for free and turning it into something beautiful, please go check out one of my absolute business besties and business partner, Abby Hugo, over at The White Thistle, because she is always turning free stuff into like beyond gorgeous creations that could sell for a flipping fortune. On that note, and based on last week's episode, have a big declutter and sell what you're going to chuck on eBay or Facebook Marketplace instead of just getting rid of it. There are lots of other options now too. I think Vinted is one that I've seen, but I can't speak for how good it is. Get on community sharing apps. Nextdoor and Olio, O-L-I-O, are the two biggest that I know of. Um, And it's about community coming together and swapping things. Hey, I've got this if anybody needs to swap anything, all of that sort of stuff. There are also community Facebook groups where people are often doing swaps or giving away things for free. So there's a ton of different things to try there that can get you out of a scarcity mindset and also get you having a bit of fun too. And lastly for today, check your thoughts. I'm always saying we have to deal in truth with ourselves because most of us don't. This requires being curious and conscious of our thoughts. So go grab your journal, start thinking about like what's going on for you right now? What are the thoughts around money coming up for you right now? What are your thoughts around your business 
coming up for you right now? Big question. Are they true? Are they based in truth and fact? Is there another alternative viewpoint to that? Are they based in the present? Or are you future tripping and feeling out of control? Remembering that we are not our thoughts and that we are the observer of our thoughts and we get to view them with curiosity. Like, huh, that's interesting. Where's that thought come from? Is it true? You do not have to believe everything that pops into your head. I suggest you don't. (laughs) Find those thoughts, write them down and consciously challenge them. And at the same time, make sure you are doing the somatic work that is going to soothe your nervous system and bring you back into balance and let your prefrontal cortex come back online and back into the driver's seat. Some good examples of this might be EFT, tapping, meditation, visualization, breath work, yoga, for example. Really prioritize looking after yourself and actively helping your nervous system be in a calm and balanced state. Allow yourself to think outside the box and see all the potential possibilities. Yeah, Like I say, I am not giving you financial advice. I'm hopefully simply just sparking some potential ideas because I am not a financial advisor in any way. This is absolutely not an exhaustive list of ideas either. These are literally just the ones off the top of my head. The bottom line is there are so many ways to bring in some extra income, but if you are stuck in fight or flight, you will not see them. It's even more important to shift the thoughts and beliefs around what you're making doing any of these things mean about you as a person. And letting go of other people's flipping opinions, it means nothing about you. There are often so, so, so many more options in front of us, but if you can't even think straight to look, you won't find them. So be conscious of what you consume media-wise and allow yourself to challenge it. And just remember, you have got this. So if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and start changing things for yourself, then join the Positive Pants Toolkit app and community so you can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action-taking success you know you can be. And if you want my eyes and ears on your problems, then I work with people one-on-one and through my programs. You can find all the details to join the toolkit or book in a call in the show notes, the link in my bio and Instagram, and on my website, franexcel.com. So stop waiting for if and when and choose to change things now because you can. I'm here to believe in you when you don't believe